Hey there, I'm Emlyn Miles Mattingly, your host for the Minority Money Podcast. I'm glad you're here. You know why? Because this is the place you can come to get your weekly finance, family, and fitness motivation, not only to experience success in those areas for yourself, but also to help others in our community achieve greatness too. Super happy that you're on the show with me. So let's jump right in. Welcome back to the Minority Money Podcast. I am your host, Emlyn Miles Mattingly, where we are changing the complexion of the world. And first of all, I just want to thank the listeners this year. You know, for this year, we've grown the listenership and it's been awesome just to see it grow and to get the feedback from people, whether it's on iTunes or whether it's just when we've seen people in person. And first of all, I just wanted to be, you know, just tell you all how thankful I am for you guys continuing to listen and also for you guys sharing the episodes with people. I know that people have told me, you know, that they share episodes and one of my friends actually I was talking to her and she had started dating her boyfriend now. I'm not going to say their names, but she started dating her, her boyfriend now. And when they met, she told him that he should be listening to my podcast. And she said, he said, what's the name of the podcast? And he told her the name of the podcast. And she was like, oh, he's like, I already listened to that. That podcast is pretty good. So that was really cool. It was a very, very humbling moment. And so, like I said before, I want to just thank everyone that has listened and shared episodes. And, and if you're a first-time listener, you're in for a treat. If you're a long-time listener, you already know you're in for a treat. But I wanted to make an announcement right now. We have someone that is coming back to the show by popular request. And like I said, if you're a first-time listener, you're going to get you know blessed with this. And if you've been listening before, you have heard her voice on the podcast before, but she is back again. And today I am joined by... Maricela Miles Mattingly. So welcome Hello, back. Hello, Minority Many <laughs> listeners. I am back. We hear from our friends. It's like, you know, when money's on, I need to listen. So we said, hey, let's record. Yeah, so we wanted to bring her back on and just chat a little bit. We've had some exciting news for us. Last week, we had some very exciting news. We announced the launch of the Onyx Advisor Network. Onyx Advisor Network is a network for underrepresented financial advisors. So they can help build, start, scale, and sustain their financial advising practices. So huge, huge deal. Shout out to all our partners. We had a list of partners that helped us make this all possible. But just wanted to say this week was a big week for Onyx. And shout out to my business partner, Desarte Yarnway. And there'll be more to come on that. We won't talk too much on it today, but there'll be more to come on that. But wanted today to just touch on how to keep your sanity and how to Try to stay ahead of the stress during the holiday season. Yes, between work, life, kids, and everything else going on. It's like, how do you get it all together and not let it overwhelm you during this time? And now that people are starting or not starting to kind of get together again during the pandemic, it's nice to kind of, I know I've heard from some people, you know, before I didn't have to buy any gifts or do much. Now this year it's a little different. We're getting together and now. I have to figure out how to get all this stuff. And so one thing that we always like, like that we try to do is start with the budget. And one of the years that this is one of the years we actually came together and said, okay, this is the budget we have for gifts mm-hmm. for all the gifts we're going to get for the family. And just that exercise alone. So we're going to buy everything in cash. We're not doing credit cards. This is the budget. And it relieves stress because we knew we didn't have to put any extra money into the budget. We already had the budget dialed in and then we could begin to subtract the gifts that we were going to get from the budget. What it also made us do is it allowed us to be more creative in the gift. Yeah. 
there was a book that we read that I read while I think it was about two years ago, but it's called The Beautiful Constraint. And it talked about how constraints actually promote more creativity. And so as we were able to put the number there that we were going to spend on gifts, it allowed us to be more creative in the gift buying because we had to be. And talk about that a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, it helped me, you know, start, I put the list of names and then it allowed me to say, okay, look at it. We're going to do this much for each individual, this child. And then from there, start creating that list and be creative. You know, maybe now it's going to be some crayons and a coloring book and just play with it and have fun and, and really personalize it to the individual that we're buying something for and stay within that range. So it made it more organized and easier to understand and, and as opposed to sometimes you see something, you like something and you just buy it. But it created like more of a vision that we could see. Also, and one thing that another thing as we're talking about stress, you know, it's not lost on us that people have had, you know, there's been a lot of people that have been you know, you may have had lost loved ones during this time. And we understand how difficult that can be. And there's really no way to get around it. And we just want to, you know, what we can say is during those times, when you've had a lost loved one, if you still have any other family that's around, make sure that you reach out to them. You know, this is something that I think can get lost during this time or get lost even throughout the year. And having those relationships with your family members and being able to call out and reach out to them and tell them some kind things that maybe you haven't had a chance to before. The reason why we do this is because it seems like it's a nice thing to do for that person to tell them how much you appreciate them. But when you call someone and you tell them how much you appreciate them, it does more for you than the person that's receiving the appreciation. It's something that happens to you. So please, as we think about this time, and we've had people that have lost loved ones, and recently I've had a lot of people close to me have lost someone very close to them. And so, you know, our thoughts and prayers have been out to the families. Yeah, there's just been a lot of them, and I don't want to list them all out, but we've had a lot of friends, close friends yeah. and family members pass away. And so we'd ask for everyone in the minority money community, you know, thoughts and prayers to families across the country, across the globe, because people have been affected by this all over the place. So we just want to make sure that that's there. But what we're saying is, Take that time to appreciate the family members that are still there. Take that time to build those memories and those relationships. Take that time. Or even just ask, you know, just how are you doing? I think that goes so far just to say, hey, how are you? And just say nothing else and let them speak. I think that just to check in with them is huge because you just never know what anybody's going through or how they're feeling or, or just anything. And so just asking that simple question goes a long way because they will really feel that you care and that you want to know and just listen. And I think that's huge. To just have somebody just sit there and hear you speak. What are some of the other things that you, uh, that you do to start it that you think? That no, you yeah. Really I mean, really, and with going back to the holiday and the time, it's just staying focused, keeping a list has really helped me figure out what needs to be done and what time. And even setting reminders. I know not too long ago, we took some family photos and I'm not the most creative or I'm not the one that you will see all these decorations around the house. Sometimes I even tell you, hey, we should just get an interior decorator because that is not my thing. I don't do that. But going on Pinterest sometimes gives me the ideas and relieving stress and trying to organize thoughts and figuring out how do I coordinate these family photos. I even set a reminder 
for myself to say, okay, three weeks before the shoot, start looking and then find the colors that you want and then make the purchase so that if things get shipped or we have to go out and buy stuff, then we can either buy things online or we have to go to an actual store. But it allowed me, because even that in and of itself for me, just because I'm not that creative in that sense, causes me stress. So by doing things that are going to help me, it's like, look, I'm not going to figure it out myself, but I know somebody has a board up on Pinterest that's done this. So I'm going to look for the color scheme, find the stuff we need and place the order. And and it made it so much easier because I know in the past when we've done it, I'm just like lost. What am I going to do? What am I going to get? Is this going to work out? And I felt like this time around, we did pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, organizing the thoughts and being able to have something to work off of always, always help. So what else would you say? Besides those other things, what else would you say? I mean, other than that, relieve everything else. I mean, it's just trying to find what is causing you the stress and then whatever it might be, whether it's a budget or whether it's anything really. And how does it help you if you're trying to get meet a deadline? Is it going to be a reminder? Is it going to be a post-it? Is it going to be a list? I mean, just finding a way that's going to get you there and not create so much anxiety around it and knowing that this is my issue and how do I fix it? How do I make it better? Just by saying it's, it's not going to work. It doesn't, it doesn't help. So always trying to find what's going to help you. I was thinking of something. I had a thought and I just totally lost it right now. I was like, this is going to be good. It was, I thought it was going to be good, but I just lost it. So what I was thinking about is as you're finishing out the year and getting ready to go into next year and you're thinking about, you know, different goals and different financial things that you want to do in your life. I think this is the perfect time to really make some goals for yourself that are very attainable. And I talked about this before in other episodes, and it's always like, you know, you have your holidays, you go to Christmas, and when we look back, because we've done this many years, almost every year prior to the last few, but just didn't really make a budget and just spent too much money and then have to go back. And then January is like, man, you know, January, you're sitting there looking at the credit card statement because, you know, you have to put, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, you have these great goals for January and you're totally discouraged for the goals that started in January because you spent a little more than, than you expected during the holiday season. And so what I'll say to that is don't lose focus. Don't be discouraged. It doesn't matter if it's happened every year. Mm-hmm. It can change. But the thing is, I would say be encouraged because you have identified what you're doing wrong and now you can fix it. And that's, you know, I, I always think the whole GI Joe, knowing's half the battle. I know. <laughs> but knowing is half the battle, right? And if you know you've made a mistake, give yourself some grace and then start okay. to build a plan and attack that debt that you want to get rid of because I promise you debt will ruin your financial plan. And the sooner you can attack it, the better it is for you. No, yeah, definitely. And that's what I say. It's like figure out what's causing you pain points, what's, what's creating it and how to fix it or what anything like that and looking at the year overall what worked what didn't work and how can I make it better if it didn't work and once you get to that everything will be much much easier and you don't always have to figure things out on your own I mean even some of the stuff that you just mentioned you read or you you know or you've talked to a peer or somebody else that you know has done something that you're trying to figure out don't try to do it yourself ask somebody I figured I remember what I was going to say it was meditation and so if you're a first-time listener, then this might be the first time you've heard me talk about this, but if you're someone that's been on before, you know that 
I always talk about meditation. And so one of the things with meditation is that people tend to be really critical of themselves for their mind kind of, you know, thinking for your mind doing what it's supposed to do. And so what I would say is during this holiday season, because, you know, family's around and that brings its own emotions. Some family's not around and that brings different emotions. Things aren't the way that they were when you grew up and that brings a set of emotions. There's a lot of things going on. Plus global pandemic, people, you know, not traveling the way that they were. And we have the Omicron variant now. And so things have been a little, you know, a little tough. If you could find some time, doesn't matter if it's one minute, doesn't matter if it's five minutes, doesn't matter if it's three minutes, doesn't matter if it's 10, if you can get there, to get some meditation time, some time to yourself for five, 10 minutes, where you sit there and you just can breathe and just breathe. And the reason why I say that is because, is your mind going to think about other things? Absolutely. I don't know who sits there and meditates and their mind just goes blank and they think about nothing. No. Is your mind going to run off on other thoughts? Are you going to have this? Are you going to have that? Yes. And that's okay. That's meditation. And it's not how long you do it. It's not how much you do it. It's just what happens when you do it. And so you just have to do it to see what happens when you do it. But if you don't do it, you'll never know what happens. Yeah. So, I mean, it's been incredible. I mean, when you told me about it and you started doing it, I just didn't understand. I'm like, there is no way. I don't know. He's just making this up. And I did the beginner's course on the Calm app and it started slowly and it progressed. And now I feel and I could see just the changes in me. And I don't do it quite as much as you, you do. But I mean, even the bits and pieces that I have done throughout the year, it's been a life changer. I remember I, I've told you this before that even when I've had, I had an uncomfortable conversation with someone or have to deal with someone, you're sure you know, your heart starts racing, your palms get all sweaty. And I felt that with meditation, it was just, it just changed. Everything just slowed down and it calmed down. And there was no reason for me to feel this tense at that moment. And it, it completely changed. I could have an uncomfortable conversation with someone and feel just the same as if I was just having a regular conversation. And that's what meditation helped me with. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now that I said that, now I have something I think is, is <laughs> you need to meditate now because I'm going to say this. I just want to bring this up because this is something that I've seen in the news and, and it's not been you know talked about a lot, but I've seen it and it was about inflation. So it's been pretty well documented over the last 12 months. And I'll say from November last year to November of this year, that inflation has been in incredibly high. And so it was at 6.8%. Close might as well just say 7%. So 7% inflation in a 12-month period. Why am I saying that? I'm saying that to say this. It is time for you to think about investing your money. And I'm not saying this that you need to go and be, this isn't a recommendation to invest with me. This is just a recommendation to get your money in the market. Because if inflation is going to be, and I don't know if it's going to keep continuing at that high, but over the last 12 months being at 7%, if your money's sitting somewhere that's not gaining interest and you're putting yourself in harm's way because inflation is real. You know, when we're putting together financial plans for people, the biggest threat is not market crash. The biggest threat is inflation. So I just want to make sure that we get this out to the minority money community, that you go find someone that can help you invest your money 
that someone can help you put together a financial plan. 2021 is 2022 is right around the corner. And if you've been thinking about working with a financial advisor or reaching out to someone and talking to them about your finances, I think that this is the time. This is the year. We are going to have to navigate some things that we haven't had to navigate before. This inflation thing that's going on, we'll see what happens with the Fed. I really, truly believe that the Fed is going to have to raise interest rates. They've already said they're planning on raising interest rates to try to slow down some of the things that are going on. So housing is probably going to slow down. We'll see what's going to happen now because the student loans are going to be due next year. So, you know, starting January, if you haven't had a student loan, you're going to start paying on that student loan in January. And with inflation being the way where it's at, we just want to make sure that, you know, that our listeners are making sure that they have their bases covered. So that's something I, anything you want to add? No, I mean, it's just all about, I think in general, just always trying to figure out what are some of the things you don't know how to do, what are causing you stress and trying to figure out ways to make it better and not allowing that to overwhelm you and just continue a cycle of this is how I'm going to feel and this is what I'm going to keep doing and not making any changes. And so we're just here to find ways to help you guys and teach you guys what we've learned and share some of our stories. Well, with that, is there anything else that you wanted to share with the community? No, I just want to say thank you as always. Thank you for listening. Thank you for always tuning in, listening to everything that you know, you put out and, and even the people that come on, thank you, because without you guys sharing the knowledge that the guests that you have on, we wouldn't have a podcast. So thank you, everybody. And we really appreciate everybody's support. We really do. Yes. And I want to say, I really appreciate your support. My wife's been supporting me as we've gone through this journey for a long time. She was the first angel investor, if you will. She was my first client. And I want to just say, you know, thank you for everything that you've done. Thank you for holding it down. You know, thank you. Thank you for doing everything. And I want to wish you a very, very happy birthday. Today is your birthday and we're going to be doing something fun later. Just so you know, we're going to be doing something fun later, but I just wanted to wish you a very happy birthday. And thank you from the bottom of my heart for all the support that you've given me for all the years. So. As you know, this is the Minority Money Podcast. I am your host, Emlyn Miles Mattingly, where we are changing the complexion of wealth. Another great showdown, but it doesn't have to stop there. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on whatever podcast app you're listening on now and give it a good rating, would you? If you feel really connected to the podcast, which I hope you do, find our Facebook community, Minority Money VIP, to support and be supported by others just like you. And again, we're glad to have you. While this podcast is meant to inspire and motivate you to live your best life, it can't be your complete one-stop shop. I know, I know, that really sucks. But I don't know anything about your specific situation. So please reach out to an attorney or CPA, or you can reach out to me, a financial planner, to help you with your specific situation. To get a hold of us, please reach us at fan at Minority Money Podcast. That's F-A-N at Minority Money Podcast, so we can get to know you there. Thanks for being here and until next time.